Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. I just felt like it would be a little bit better to take a back seat, uh, work on my mindfulness, and I knew that the girls would do an absolutely great job, and I didn't want to risk the team a medal. Yeah, that's the point, Simone Biles. You're representing your nation, you selfless, you're selfish sociopath. Weak people like Simone Biles. That attack on the Capitol, you know, white supremacy. There's a lot of sexualizing. I didn't think that I was just going to be killed. I thought other things were going to happen to me as well. You thought you were gonna be raped? Yeah. They're just gonna go around poking people, saying you must take a vaccine. Oh, but sorry, the vaccine doesn't work. You must wear a mask. This institution is a sham, and we should adjourn and shut this place down. Here, here, adjourn and shut that place down. Absolutely, that is Chip Roy who has had enough of the mask mandates, especially the mask mandates at the U.S. Capitol. Now, he has had enough. Lots of other people have not had enough. I can't get over Alice. I played this. Uh, Alice is with us. She's at an undisclosed location. She was with the kids all day, swimming and frolicking in nature. Hope you had fun. You look good in your bikini. <laughs> tankini. Oh, tankini. Can I uh, post that picture of you? No. Why? <laughs> You can't do it, no. Why, though, Alice? I am no Brandy Love, honey. That's not a Brandy Love shot. <laughs> it was a, if anything, it was a mildly cleavage piece. Can't post the picture. I will not allow it. If you guys have Venmo, there's a chance <laughs> no. you can get that picture. No. Okay, so I guess do we start with Charlie Kirk in, this, in the pylon? On Simone Biles, I, I'm just yeah, I'm riled up. I've been fighting with some Burn Barrel listeners about this on Twitter while I was lying in the sun on the beach today. So I am um, blown away here by why the hell? Unless they're just hardo dudes who want to have tough takes, yeah. But why are we yelling at a four foot eight tall little twenty four year old gymnast? Um, and angry that she's not jumping around on balance. She owes them more flips and 
and you know back handsprings. She owed them that. Apparently, time. apparently she owed them that. <laughs> My goodness, she she didn't, she didn't do enough. She's only been doing this. She had a two- contract with every dude in his parents' basement. Demanding that she had to flip around for him. She's only been doing this since 2003. So she's been doing this for 18 years now. And for the last 10 years, of course, more concentrated. These people have a terrible life as they're training to do this stuff anyway. She's racked up essentially 30 medals, 25 world champion um, level medals and five um, Olympic medals. I think there's four golds in there. Um, She's the greatest there ever was. What the frig does she open? Why are we so mad at her? Did did Charlie Kirk um, have a crack overdose or something? This is stupid. I mean, when did, I never I knew that he was DB ish, uh, but I was fine with him. You know his thing, whatever. Generally, young Republicans um, who are leaders in their early twenties make me nervous anyway. But uh, but what what this is just a, an unhinged dude. Oh, sorry, but that, that's not unhinged, dude. Well, that, he could be unhinged. I don't know. I don't know, Matthew Sweet, personally. So Simone Biles, who's obviously a very talented gymnast, decided not to compete in the gold medal competition. Now, she probably could have just competed and just kind of checked the boxes, and they would have got a gold medal. Good to know he knows so much about <laughs> how this all works. Thank God Why we haven't... Go get a gold medal. Well, I, I assume he's got a bunch expert. of them. I, he's an expert on how to get I, I, women's gymnastics gold medals. You Maybe just check a box and you get a bunch of them. He knows all all this stuff. Simone Biles says, this Olympic Games, I wanted to be for myself when I came in. And I felt like I was still doing it for other people as she cried after the team event on Tuesday. So that just, it like hurts my heart because doing what I love has been kind of taken away from me to please other people. Yeah, that's the point, Simone Biles. You're representing your nation, you selfless you're selfish sociopath. <laughs> you seem really upset about this, Charlie. For some reason, this little gymnast in Tokyo, Japan, is has had enough. is is hanging him up, and she's a selfish sociopath. She, she really hurt this him. guy. She was supposed to jump off the vault and do flips for him, Tom, and she owed him that, and she refused to do it. Now she has to pay. I don't also know if any of that is sociopathic behavior. No, I mean, what I think, and I don't exactly know what's going on in her mind, but it seems to me, based on like what I know from having been reading the news, that it seems like um, she had a really off performance on the vault. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I, I have seen other people who are gymnasts comment on the vault performance that it was like really a near miss and that somebody who wasn't as athletic and as talented as she was could easily have broken their back uh with i mean she like screwed up the move and you know she managed to pull it out and not die but you know she screwed up and and what she said was that she just didn't trust herself and like i mean you understand that because you've talked about like with our kids before I've heard you talk to them about like if you are in baseball and you get hit with the ball and then you end up afraid of the ball and you just are off but like the difference is if you're feeling just off while you're jumping off a vault or like you're doing the uneven parallel bars or something you can end up a paraplegic if you screw it up you know like so if you're having an off day you then 
pull out of that competition. If you don't trust yourself and you're like in that bad shape mentally that you don't think you're going to be able to do it, then obviously, yeah, you pull you pull out of the event and you let mm-hmm. the alternate join the team and that's the end of it. Like, I don't get right. why, like, isn't that seem like the obvious solution to the problem? I don't understand why people are mad. Right. This happens to athletes. They know they're f- through. They know they're finished. Okay. She lost her edge here. She might have just flamed out. That could be it for her forever. It, that might just be it. And she might emotionally also be at a place where where she's realizing, and, and we, a great caller brought this up today in the station, WTAIC, where she's realizing at 24 years old that something has happened. And she, you know, she said that she was having performance problems during practice as well. Mm-hmm. That she was, I forgot what she called it, the Lucy's or something. Uh, she wasn't nailing something. There wasn't a firmness there, precision that she needed that she usually had. Right. And you could be, she could be at a space here, a space, my goodness, a place where she knows she lost something, something that was there now isn't there, something um, something that she could use to be able to feel. So she's lost her confidence, probably, and then emotionally dealing with all the pressure never goes away, and the fact that she might have it in her head that at 24, the one thing that she's worked at her entire life, her entire life. Mm-hmm. that she may have peaked and is now on the decline. And that the knowing that, considering all she is is a gymnast, knowing that could be a terrifying thing. And all the- oh, right, and that is terrifying, and that's legitimate. But that's also not a reason to pull out. But to me, the reason to pull out is like... If Why isn't that a reason to pull out? Right. Well, I mean, like, you wouldn't... Tom Brady halfway through the Super Bowl doesn't go like I've peaked. This is it. I'm done. I should just go home. But the difference is he's throwing a ball and like he's not going to like break his back if he like does it wrong. You know what I mean? That to me is the difference. Like she's doing something that's legitimately dangerous if her concentration is off. Well, so the Tom Brady thing and this is Clay Travis uses this as well. There's a chance not a small chance that Tom Brady gets decked this year and knows when he tries to get up, knows that he's not the same guy anymore or something happens. He throws a ball and he knows that he's not the same guy and he knows that he can't use his auxiliary talents to shore himself up. And he knows that he is finito and it could happen in the middle of the game. It could happen that he declines so much in one game because of whatever that he's just pulled out. The coach would most likely just pull him out and say, okay, something's not happening here for you. Um, obviously, the guy never wants to quit, never wants to do it because he always believes that he can do it. She doesn't believe she can do it anymore. Well, right. But I mean, I think I mean, I think the point stands up, though, that like if the coach wanted to keep Tom Brady in, like Tom Brady could keep playing without like, I mean, I know he can get sacked or whatever but like without the same risk of serious injury that you have Mm -hmm. when you're like flipping yourself 20 feet into the air right you know and and i think that that that's the thing with the gymnastics is you can't just demand that an athlete continue to do that if their head's not in it because they're gonna die i mean or get seriously hurt i mean i i watched that in the olympics and like whatever that it must have been 2016 we were watching it here at this house where i am now and uh you know we were watching it like on the live stream on the computer or whatever and that gymnast just like broke his leg on tv like i mean that's it's 
your body's not meant to like come down from heights like that. If you do right. it wrong, you can like really screw yourself up. Okay, but going back to Tom Brady again, um, mm-hmm. you know, and, and these are the things that they both have in common. Is that if he went out and started a quarter and didn't have it and knew he didn't have it and thought I, I and packed it up and said I'm done, and they throw in the, and they put in the the backup quarterback. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't have. It's a little bit entitled of us to be angry at him. Like he <laughs> gave us twenty years and seven rings or whatever it is of unbelievable football. What's what's going on? Simone Biles gave oh, you all everything you needed. Off. She gave you your thirty medals already. She already did it. She gave you everything you need. It's not as if this was her first time out and she sold us a bill of goods. She proved herself already to you. She's the greatest. There you go. You already got her. What's the problem now? She's already delivered you the goods. Yeah, I mean, I am with you. I don't really understand. Somebody said to me, like, on Twitter today, like, well, it's like people, when they go watch the golf tournament, they want to see Tiger Woods play. And if he doesn't do it, then, like, people get disappointed. And so they're, like, mad because they're disappointed. Well, like, be disappointed. I don't know. Yeah, but but a grown man being ang- this angry at her? Well, listen to this. I, I am, lo- I, unless he's on drugs, I don't know this Charlie Kirk. This dude is no good. His guy is flamed. Do you know who has the gold medal? Russia. Russia. I have to go look at these four foot eleven Russian Olympi- Olympians. First of all, he doesn't have to look at anybody. Why does he care? Is this a, is this a matter? Is he just such an amateur at broadcasting and podcasting that he's feigning outrage and giving bad takes? I have to go look at these four foot eleven Russians. Well, I'm sorry, the American you're calling AWOL is four foot eight. So, but I think that what's going on here is there's been like a cottage industry of right-wing media people being mad at like woke athletes or at like Naomi Osaka for pulling for saying she wasn't going to do press availabilities and then pulling out of the French Open or you know what I mean like and obviously like the women's soccer and Megan Rapinoe and all that there's sort of been a whole beat of this stuff amongst like right-wing media personalities is like being mad at the woke American athletes but like Simone Biles isn't that She's no. never been that. She's not an idiot. She's not a jerk. She doesn't lecture us about anything. She's there to do gymnastics and do it really, really well, like better than any other woman gymnast has ever done it. And like the fact that she couldn't this time, I mean, like, okay, sometimes people can't do it. <laughs> I, like, what do you want from them? Right. And why is this Charlie Kirk, who I don't know, 27 year old, you know, wannabe Republican activist, why is he really upset or is this. Is this? Am I going to have to take a new wave of over-the-top takes? Chewing on their gold medals, smirking at the Americans. I'm not okay with that. But honestly, that's where we're headed. Where, where are we headed? At? <laughs> what is wrong with this? Maybe this is actually. The Americans are winning because Simone Biles is weak. They, by the way, they, I think the Americans got the we silver, the, right? We lost the Cold War, Tom, because of Simone Biles. I hope we you are have. raising a generation of weak people like Simone Biles. Again. If you want to be, if she got all these mental health problems, don't show up. (laughs) 
<laughs> if you have mental health problems, don't bother showing up for competitive sports. Right, and isn't that what she did? She said, I can't do this, so I'm pulling out, and now the alternate has her spot, so why didn't you go yell at so, the alternate? So are they supposed to do a mental health check for everybody? If anybody in the Olympic Village and say, hey, how is your wellness generally? Uh, no, sorry about that. And by the way, you can call her a lot of things, but you can't call her weak. Her very brand is being incredibly strong for a person under five feet tall and doing death-defying feats and defying laws of gravity routinely. So she's not weak or mentally mentally weak. I mean, she's, you know, she's showing up, you know, side-by-side side with Olympic teammates who she was side-by-side side with as they were being sexually abused by this monster. It's like, uh, this is a person who's walking into a situation that I was probably triggering to begin with. I don't even like using these terms, but but to say weak, this guy's just a, I'm sorry, Al, this guy sucks. Charlie Kirk sucks, and his stupid freaking head is stupid. She's an incredible athlete. Of course she's an incredible athlete. I'm not saying, I just said she's probably the greatest gymnast of all time. She's also very selfish, she's immature, and she is a shame to the country. She's totally a sociopath. Of course she's a sociopath. Charlie Kirk is a shame to the country. Can we deport yes. him? He is. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Does he know what sociopath means anyway? In, in, <laughs> what are you Not doing, that. dude? This You found the greatest of all time at a sport. You're making me talk about the Olympics, and it's not like, wow, this guy's causing controversy that we can that I'm into now. Incredible earned media by him. No, he's just saying something ugly, uh, anti-intellectual, and that's uh, mean and inaccurate. He's a freaking idiot. I'm sorry about that. He's an idiot. What kind of person skips the gold medal match? Who does that? It's a shame to the nation. You just gave a gift to the Russians. Don't show up. If you're not ready for the big time, we got thousands of young female gymnasts that would love to take the place. And one did. Thousands. <laughs> Simone Biles just showed the rest of the nation that when things get tough, you shatter into a million pieces. That, that's, that's not what she showed. He, she didn't put shatter into a million pieces because she didn't feel good. Whatever. I, am, I can't believe this dude that people follow this dude. I'm, I'm done with him. I can... I can um, not his fault. His face is too small for his it's, head. Talk. It's that's stupid. His no, that's his. That's his fault. That's his fault. He's doing that on purpose, and he needs to stop doing that. And I can get. I can go back. I mean, I'm just. He's on the rocks for me. I get no time for him. I can uh, forgive Clay Travis because uh, he was going with more of the Brady. He didn't go with anybody being a sociopath, first of all, or being a Russian stooge. Uh, and he he used the Brady thing saying you don't quit on the team. Okay, that's a hard old guy thing, but that's fine. And Pierce Morgan, I continue to like, uh, and he was been, he's been very self-effacing today, but he also slammed her for quitting on the team as well. Um, but I, I don't. I'm just it, it's just weird to me. It's weird that people thought this way and they're thinking are angry at her. Why are you angry? Why are you angry about an Olympic athlete? I don't care about. A, but I feel like that's what it is, is that people like really feel that she owed them uh, a gold medal performance. This pandemic has twisted everybody. What, but I mean, get, I what does it, it matter like, if you get a gold medal like, performance? What are, we, like what are we, 10? Who cares? <laughs> oh my God, Alice, wake up, wake up. The gymnasts are about to go in the Swedish box and win a medal. This is important to me. Oh, exciting cares 
Jesus. <sighs> Arlie Kirk got up early. He expected to see Simone Biles win a medal, and she refused to do it for he had him. Been throwing he, shade. he had been throwing shade at Russians on social media all day, saying, wait till Simone shows you, and then you'll see. Okay. It, it, Moron, but I'm not going to be in a bad mood, Alice. I'm not going to be in a bad mood. Can you show? Uh, can you show the people the bikini that you bought, like you showed me, oh. Alice? No. These are our fans are our friends. We're married, Tom. You're so it's a bikini. You were wearing it in public today in a public area. There weren't people around. It's not a bikini. I believe it is. Okay, then it's it's fine. I like your shirt. New shirt. Thank you. New shirt. New shirt. Oh, good. Good. This is my old one. I can't afford new shirts. This is mine from two years ago. Um, I did. I put my bike away for permanently in, in mothballs today. No, you yep. have to no, go ride no. it. No, I'm not riding it again after that guy came around and checked on me. I'm not having people check on me again. So I went to Groveland, Massachusetts, and I mm-hmm. walked up a big hill listening to my podcast today. And I'm going to go to undisclosed locations now and walk because I can't trust that people aren't going to check on me. You can take the bike on trails and they won't check on you. They're going to check on me, Alice. No, you should go with Toast. You guys should bike together. I'm too fat. Um, unless unless they, she can get me somebody equivalently fat. Is that right? Equi- equivalently? All right. So uh, it's, you got to listen to this guy, Alice. This guy is in, in charge of a big hospital in in, in Connecticut. Mm-hmm. And they had a thing. Like in every, every city and town is doing man on the street things. Asking everybody, what do you think about the new masks? And of course, in West Hartford, in in Connecticut, of course, the people love the masks. While I'm out, yes, I'm fully vaccinated, but I'm still wearing my mask. Oh, I still wear one for my protection and everybody else's. Yeah, absolutely. They love it. They love the mask. And this is a doctor, and you're going to like this guy. He is so pro-mask, he has never stopped. I'm the one guy who's still wearing his mask in the grocery store. And so... There's good there's good science behind this. Absolutely. He loves it. He's Dr. Ulysses Wu, Hartford Health Chief Epidemiologist. Mm-hmm. And now listen to this, House. Listen how exciting excited he is. Even if there wasn't COVID, we probably should have been doing this a while ago with, you know, other potential bad pathogens out there, such as influenza. Influenza. Any sorts of other things. There's plenty of awesome reasons to wear masks. I don't get this. So, like, I had a friend send me today pictures of a mutual acquaintance that she happened to see out with our kid, like, walking alone in a parking lot. And her and the kid both had a mask on in the parking lot with no one around for 100 yards. And I just, like, part of me died inside. Like, what are we actually doing here? And I said to this friend, I'm like, I think at this point, like, people just do it. It's like a shorthand to prove that you're a good person, right? It's like... I'm so nice. I'm going to wear a mask just to show you, you know? Yeah, but uh, but I don't know. I don't want to get in the same conversation as last night, but to show us what? For God's sakes, to show us what? But that's why we have to have the rules back, because it's hard to tell if somebody's vaccinated and you can't just see across a parking lot if somebody's vaccinated or not. But. You can tell if somebody's wearing a mask. So oh, I see. So- from any, how far away <laughs> that you're a good person from far, far away. I mean, that's why they all want to wear like signs that say they're vaccinated and whatever and like put it on their Facebook and wear it on a T-shirt and everything else. But like, 
But yeah, the mask is like an obvious visual signifier of what team you're on. And you're on team. I'm very good and conscientious about COVID, right? So like you can just show everybody right off the bat. That's why they love the masks. That's why it's never going to go away. Some of these people are going to be wearing it forever. And like, I I don't know what to do with them anymore because it's just not borne out by facts. So I don't know. I give up. I give up on everybody. There's... I'm not wearing a mask anymore, though. I'm not. And I know there are other people out there like me that, like, I'm not buying any. I'm not wearing any. Listen to this. This is Valens' question because I know they're doing it in Europe, but you're not CDC director of Europe, which I'm sure you're plenty happy about. But they're issuing health health (laughs) passes there, right, where, you know, you can go to a disco or a discotheque, as they like to call it there, if you have a, a health pass. Is that something that the CDC would ever lean into or lean perhaps into. advise here? You know, I think some communities are doing that, and, and that may very well be, be a path forward. I do want to sort of comment that in some fully vaccinated uh, venues, um, if, there are peop- if they're unmasked and there are a few people who are transmitting there be- as a fully vaccinated person, it is possible to pick up disease in those settings. We've mm-hmm. seen that in some of our outbreak investigations this summer, which right. is why overall it's so very... So you heard that, right, Alice? So if there's a room full of fully vaccinated people, they're not really fully vaccinated. You can still get it. She I said. mean, so, and I've tried to find this, but I guess like the CDC hasn't released the data that they're basing this stuff on, but they're saying that they have data that shows that fully vaccinated people can transmit. But I kind of want to know, like, what what's really the probability that a fully vaccinated person is going to be able to transmit this asymptomatic infection? Because I just I really like don't buy it that much. Right. She gave a, a bogus number saying it was like 0.5 percent, whatever a essentially a, a number that was bigger than the if you weren't vaccinated. It was crazy what she did. But let's listen to her some more with Stephanopoulos. Walensky, thanks for joining us again. Your decision caught a lot of people by surprise. The, we've been hearing for weeks that. If you take the vaccine, you're safe. What changed? Good morning, George. Thanks for having me. So first, I want to just comment that we've known the Delta has been very contagious. We've seen areas of the country that are have more and more cases right now. Our cases are up. Our hospitalizations are up. And for for months, we've been saying, if you are unvaccinated, if you have a lot of disease, please, please wear your mask because we know the vast amount of transmission that's happening in this country is among those who are unvaccinated. But we did over this last several days now see new science that demonstrated for those who are vaccinated that they could in fact transmit if they are one of those rare breakthrough infections. So that's new. When we were looking at the alpha variant at prior um, variants in this uh, pandemic, we were not able to see that if you were vaccinated and you are a breakthrough case that you could transmit to others. So we felt it was important for the vaccinated people to understand that if they happen to be one of those breakthrough infections, which was more likely in areas with a huge amount of transmission and disease, that those people could potentially pass it on to somebody, a loved one who was immunosuppressed. We thought that was important information for them to know. So if they use a loved one, so in those rare cases when there's a breakthrough case and you get the Delta variant and they somehow get it, you could still possibly pass it on to a loved one who's immunosuppressed or whatever. With data that they haven't released yet. Right, right. And they're very vague about it. I call horse bleep on this. I think it's... Until they have actual, like, 
Somebody killed their relative. Somebody vaccinated killed their relative by breathing on them. Like, I just it goes against what we know about how vaccines work and how this science is like it. I just think it's so unlikely based on what we know about how effective the vaccine is and everything. It it seems unlikely to me. And I also don't understand. I mean, like this has to stop at some point because we know people have natural immunity as well as the vaccines. Right. So like half the country's vaccinated. Probably half of the remaining people have had COVID. So then we're at like 75 percent. How many people can possibly be left? Like at some point we have to run out of people to have COVID. I don't know. So why why do you think, once again, that they're doing this? I think that, like I said yesterday, the public health officials, um, I think they're afraid. I think they're broken. And I think that they are, uh, that they're just covering their rear ends on this. And and um, and part of me say, thinks that they want to uh, keep these, this is the heyday for them. They've never gotten so much exposure. They've become superstars. And it's very exciting for them. And the just like when you work in in you know radio enough or wherever enough, and you um in you go do remote broadcasts where there's lots of celebrities in Radio Row, it's you wouldn't it, it never shocks you that it never ceases to surprise you. I should say how many rich and influential people really want a T-shirt or a koozie with the station logo on it. Doesn't matter. They're not above that. And it's it, because people like free doodads, you know, people like that stuff. In the same way, people love a little bit of fame. It feels good. If there's part of you that's vain, and almost everybody is a little bit, it's a wonderful little high. And I think that a lot of these public health officials love this. They are absolutely digging this. They're becoming superstars. And everybody is their own brand now. So with everybody, with a guy like Fauci, with Walensky, with the Surgeon General, you know, clicks matter, impressions matter. The uh, to the extent to which you can be an influencer on social media, that matters to these people. And for them, all of these uh, platforms to them are getting supercharged. Well, right. I mean, like Fauci is never going to be as in demand as he is now at this moment during COVID. You know, if COVID goes away, who's going to have Fauci on TV? No one will. He'll be out of luck. He'll be back to his boring government job, making his $400,000 mm-hmm. a year, having to go into the office every day. Nobody is going to invite him on MSNBC and CNN all the time anymore. If COVID ends, this is over for him. The gravy train is done. Mm-hmm. Nobody's going to be making special Fauci socks and Fauci cakes and Fauci prayer candles and everything else like this is his moment to shine he can't just let it end right right and i think that's more addictive than we know and i think that he that i mean he obviously you can tell that he loves it he absolutely loves it and he of course, look how mad he was when somebody dared to make an insulting koozie about him <laughs> that's right that's right <sighs> my goodness I don't even know. I don't even know. Ugh, God, I wish something else was going on in the world. Well, I guess we can talk about. Here's AOC. That attack on the Capitol, you know, white supremacy and patriarchy Jesus. are very linked in a lot of ways. To go to college, 75 grand a year so my daughter can learn white supremacy and patriarchy. Oh, God. And be a know-it-all idiot. 
there's a lot of sexualizing of that violence. And um, I didn't think that I was just going to be killed. I thought other things were going to happen to me as well. So what sounds like what you're telling me right now is that you didn't only think that you were going to die. You thought you were going to be raped. So uh, a lot of sexualizing of that violence, I, I don't – first of all, th- th- I didn't see any – Okay, se- wait, 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 though. Okay. Do you feel that you sexualize AOC a tiny bit? She's um, very attractive. Does that mean she's, that I've sexualized her? I think you like her like that. Oh Well, yeah, because I'm a, <laughs> a heterosexual male, right? Okay, so that's sexualizing her. It is? You view her differently than you view, like, Eric Swalwell, even if he said the same things. Well, because I'm a human being. Right. I'm a human being you male. sexualized her. I did? Yep. Oh. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll start sexualizing Swalwell then, too, if that, makes, uh, if that helps the thing. No, but she's suggesting, she's talking about sexualizing their violence that, that it would be, first of all, we should add context to this. One, if some of those mad psychos had gotten to her, I don't doubt that they that there'd be any limits with the, what they'd try to do to her. Can we agree on that or no? I think they would shoot their shot, yeah. Jesus, Alice. That's not dirty. That's just what you say when you try and get with somebody. It uh, It is? Yeah. I. That's what Eric did, said where, about Amanda on Where did Twitter. you grow up? <laughs> Whenever. Shoot their shot? <laughs> That's I don't think it. you can say that, Alice. I don't think that you know. Okay, what's... call the FCC. <laughs> Shoot their shot. That's what people say. That's what the kids say nowadays, Tom. I don't know what kids you hang out with. <laughs> Shoot their shot. Uh, so what does that mean as far as the, those guys? Uh, I think they would try and hook up. Hook up? <laughs> Alice, we're not talking about hooking up. You know, you know, I think they like 20 minute AOC lunch dates. Sexually. I think they like AOC sexually. The people that were in the Capitol. Right. I think don't like AOC politically, but are attracted to her. Yeah. Okay. Do you think some of those madmen who were attracted to her, Alice, uh, mm-hmm. along with trying to kill her, would have tried to rape her? Or as you call it, hooked up? <laughs> what is wrong with you? Oh, let me see what you're <laughs> drinking over there. Where's my thing of you? Well, you're not there. I have a polar seltzer. Is there? There's there something else there too, Alice? Nope. Yes, there is. Oh, there totally is. (laughs) What is it, Alice? What's off camera? Your teeth look very white. What's off camera? Mm -hmm. I'll find out. I've got spies in that house, you know. You don't have spies. Yes, I do. Everyone's on my team here. God. Uh, Shoot! They want to shoot their shot. What? (laughs) God, it's when you were bar back from Quincy. All right, so, uh, okay, so that's uh, AOC. Oh, we should also mention, Alice, the whole reason we even have that. What was that? What? What were you drinking right then? No, you used your other hand. No, I didn't. I don't have anything. Oh, wow. I don't know how you pulled that off. (laughs) We should mention that... um, she also, for some context, let's play this again here, Alice, the AOC worrying about uh, hooking up with people. That attack on the Capitol, 
you know, white supremacy and patriarchy are very linked in a lot of ways. There's a lot of sexualizing of that violence. And um, I didn't think that I was just going to be killed. I thought other things were going to happen to me as well. So what sounds like what you're telling me right now is that you didn't only think that you were going to die. You thought you were going to be raped. Yeah. Or hook up, as Alice Shattuck calls it. <laughs> That's not... But, uh, so the thing is, Alice, if she was going to hook up with somebody at the Capitol, that would have been very difficult. Why? Because she was not at the Capitol. Right. Right. She was not at the Capitol. She was at a different building. And so there wasn't uh, murder or hooking up happening at the building she was at. Which is fine. Just a little bizarre. This is this guy, Roy Chip. Who's all, he's all the rage today. Congressman for having a rant in uh, Congress, Alice. Uh, the American people are fed up. They want to go back to life. They want to go back to business. They want to go back to school without their children being forced to wear masks, to be put in the corner, to have mental health issues. And we're running around here, and the speaker comes down here at 10 o'clock in the morning saying, we got to wear masks in the people's house. Well, we've got thousands of people pouring across our border, and Democrats don't do a darn thing about it, heavily infected with COVID. We have the New York Times, okay, today. What a mess. CDC about to reverse on indoor masking for the vaccinated, quote-unquote. This is some serious nanny state stuff that will only breed resentment. No kidding. I just met this morning with an organization that tries to take care of people from human trafficking. Met with an elected official from Mexico. While cartels are raping and pillaging and killing. We're hooking up to you, Alice. And we have people infected with COVID coming across our southern border into I have Texas. Kids here. I can't and you all put masks, like you can. masks up front here, here on the people's house. We got to go around and see, okay, we can't come to the floor. I can't execute my constitutional duty unless I wear a mask. Which is it? Vaccines or masks? Do the vaccines work or they don't work? Do the masks work so they don't work? I'd like to know which it is. I'd like Dr. Fauci to come down and answer a single question about nat natural immunity. Have you been infected with a virus? Do you have immunity? Or are they just going to go around poking people saying you must take a vaccine? Oh, but sorry, the vaccine doesn't work. You must wear a mask. This institution is a sham, and we should adjourn and shut this place down. So the good side... Good side, you hear there's some applause happening there. On the bad side, it was led by Marjorie Taylor Greene, mm -hmm. who's sitting right behind him. But I like the um, his uh, his the point of his rant there. He's right. He's right. Mm -hmm. we, we're, we're totally unserious. At this time, we're supposed to be serious. We're totally, completely unserious. We're effing around when it comes to masking and handling the, the vaccine rollout. We're effing around when it comes to infrastructure or not and, and Schumer floating fake bills that don't exist and we're asking for debate on them. You know, we're screwing at the border. We've ignored it. There are indeed uh, border crossings happening with po COVID positive folks. We're just letting it through. This is a, a, a an unserious time right now. Thankfully, the rest of the world doesn't really want us right now or else they could take us. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think China might uh, make a, an effort at some point here because uh, we're, I think we're, yeah, we are a uh, weak empire. I told a, a, a caller today said he thought for the first time that we're a nation in decline. Yeah, I can't think of a we're way. Decadent. Huh? Decadent. Yeah, I can't see how we're not a nation in decline. 
Like, how are we getting... We're dumber than ever. Our politics are absolutely cynical. Uh, you know, there is... The the fact that not everybody is angry as hell that people go to Congress broke and five years later are rich as hell, that tells you that there is a club out there and it's a nice one to be in. And people, but people, people don't. I think on locally, I think people do care on local levels. And I think right. I, people care like about their schools and mm-hmm. about their property taxes and about like these kind of day-to-day things that impact them and their children says my child uh and their children and their you know who's in their neighborhood and stuff like that people care about the things that like immediately impact them that matters a lot to people and for the most part most people are content to like ignore congress and what's going on there but uh you know then it comes and actually bothers them in their day-to-day life and that's when they start to have a problem with it. That's why you see like these grassroots movements, they sort of start like at the school committees and mm-hmm. at these sort of local places where where it's really impacting people. Oh. So I fed the chickens this morning. How are they? I gave them food. Oh, the little baby chickens. I gave them food and I gave them water. I guess I'll check on that again. The other chickens I let out. I don't know um, if I should try to get them. I don't like to carry them, Alice. So, I mean... I don't usually carry them to get them back in. I just, I have the bag of mealworms in the shed. If you go to the shed and you get the mealworms and then I kind of whistle at them and I, they all come running over because they assume I have mealworms because I usually do. And then I, um, you know, sprinkle some in there and they all come in and go eat them. And then I, and then I close the door and they're good. You know, maybe I'll do that. Maybe I'll do that with the Ken's, Alice. I think you should. It would be good for you. You're like a gentleman farmer. What do you mean, a gentleman farmer? Are you suggesting I can't hook up? I don't know what that has to do with things. What does he want? Cyril just woke up. I think he's sunburned. Oh, poor fella. I'm sorry your mother's mean to you, Cyril. I sprayed with sunscreen multiple times. Uh, Allie G, I am uh, through here. If you're through here, hey, everybody, thank you very much for hanging out. And uh, thank you for the excellent messages. Is there anything I'm missing? Anything we're missing, Alice? I feel like we might be missing something. Let me see in the uh, thing. Let me see. Know. You're the one who's in the news all day. I've been at the beach. Dusty Hill. Thinking. What a life you live. Dusty Hill, one half of the guitar portion of ZZ Top, passed away today. That sucks because he's awesome. ZZ Top is awesome. Arguably. Yeah. Did you but- know I was in a, a dance of Sharp Dressed Man in a dance group at Tufts? You don't say. And what were we wearing in this? Is there video for our listeners to watch? I don't know if I I don't have video of it. I, it might, may exist somewhere, but I don't have it. So we'll let the detectives go look for that. And I don't know. Tufts, your name is Alice. What was your last name? <laughs> I'm not giving my old last I will name. try to find that, you guys. Until then, I did flash the picture of you, Alice, to the camera here. So hopefully, if you guys do some forensic work, you can no. isolate that. You look great, my dear. You look lovely. It's great to see you again. Maybe we'll hook up sometime. I mean, in the consensual <laughs> way, not the way that uh, that you uh, talk about. I have kids here. I can't say stuff like you can say stuff there. I know. I can. Responsibilities. I can. I have lots of responsibilities, Alice. I've had to. Um, I know. If you swear, the chickens might be offended. You know what? Alice, <laughs> this is why. This is why. Servicing the world. All that I have to do for the world. And I'm married to a mean sociopath. Who's unpatriotic and weak. 
You know what? <laughs> poor me. Poor T-Dog. Here goes. The music's about to play. Now the music's playing. You can uh, find us on Twitter. I cannot promise you that there's going to be any bikini photos of me because I'm not going to put any up. I will take care stuff. of you. You can direct message Tom or whatever, Correct. but our Twitter is at Burn Barrel Pod. We also have Facebook.com slash Burn Barrel Podcast. You can email us, Burn Barrel Podcast at gmail.com. I can't hear the music, so I don't really know when it's going to end. So oh, it's just Chris Kendoed. YouTube and uh, wherever else. And we love you guys as always. See ya. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.